having that solution mindset, I think is really critical. Finding where they're moving to, what their time frame is, and what needs to be done in order to make it happen with a huge heart and with compassion. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning, guys. Welcome to Agent Power Huddle. We got an awesome guest host here today, the wonderful Debbie Pelham. Debbie, you got to unmute yourself and you can say hello. Tell everybody, how are you? Hi, good morning. So... I'm thrilled because this came out of a mastermind we literally did yesterday. And someone's like, can we go deeper into this? And I said, I wonder if Debbie is available to jump on. So we're talking about today, uh, supporting seniors in housing transitions, right? What I mean is like working with a population and we came up with a, a few different uh, names for, for that for that niche. And I don't know how you refer to that group of clients, Debbie, but um, these are people that are, you know, towards the older generations that are going through life changes whether they are downsizing, moving into assisted living, or they're moving in with family. And there's a number of ways that there's both marketing and strategies to connect with them and then really important things to support them as they go through. Um, Debbie has a lot of experience with this and uh, we're gonna let her kind of dive in. I might ask some questions as we go, but uh, Debbie, where do you wanna start with this uh, discussion today? Well, I kind of discovered um, that there's three different kinds of clients that fall into this category. Um, and it's typically people over 50 or 55 years old. Um, and using words like, you know, my old clients or senior citizens can be kind of offensive sometimes. And I know somebody on the call yesterday refers to this group of people as her clientele as the silver lining clients. And I just loved that. Um, that reference because they are probably some of the most appreciative people I've worked with in the past. And when I first moved to Fresno um, about seven or eight years ago, um, my first group, I'll say, of clients were all probably over 70 years old. And they do take a little more time. They do take a lot of heart and compassion and patience and repeating. Sometimes they take longer to, to get listed or to get into contract, but there's so much going on for them. Um, so it just takes a little bit of patience and a little bit of care and concern. And so um, um, one of the things I did after I realized that this was a majority of my client base at the time was I got the SRES certification from the National Association of Realtors. And that's the senior real estate specialist. Every month you'll get like a little newsletter in the mail and it gives you all kinds of topics that you can discuss, um, any other resources that you can use. So it's a really good tool. They also have marketing stuff on their SRES website. So there's a, a lot just within that designation that or that certification that you can um, pull from as far as marketing to those people. Um, then it's also it goes over the nuances to consider like. A lot of times if people are, are moving, they need to downsize because maybe they don't want to do stairs anymore or, or they want to move closer to family so that if they need assistance, that family is close by. 
And so um, some of the things also to consider is being close to a medical facility so that getting to a doctor or getting to the hospital isn't so much of a challenge and that being near public transportation or or um, a family member is going to be helpful for them in those kind of situations. So typically I've found that there's either people that want to downsize their current home and still live in, a, in another home um, independently or they are moving in with family or they're moving into some sort of assisted living facility with, at different levels of assistance in those facilities. And so um, one of the things that I did, and this was before COVID, um, was I connected with a couple of the local facilities in my area and um, I presented myself to them and I said, hey, do you ever come across people that, you know, are considering moving into your um, facility and then they need someone to help them sell their home? because I'd love to be that resource for you. And so I've connected with a couple of facilities here locally and asked to be their preferred realtor. And I gave them information about myself. Um, then COVID came and I kind of got squashed on that. So I need to re-implement it now that we're a little bit more back to normal. Um, but I've, I've gotten in the mail don't discount the postcards you get in the mail. I mean, we spend good money on them, right? And I have, there's an agent locally here that connects with one of the facilities and they do a quarterly, I believe, um, seminar in person at the facility and the facility co-brands it with them. And um, they have people come about, you know, um, interviewing the staff and taking a tour of the facility and then having you available if they need help with that relocation out of their current home. So those are a couple of good resources. Also to connect with probate and trust attorneys um, as people are, are getting all of their assets and finances in order, um, they, they need referrals. And so connecting with probate and trust attorneys is a good source to be um, a referral for. Um, and you can do referrals both ways with them. And then um, having knowledge about reverse mortgages, too, because um, that's something that is asked a lot. There's a lot of questions about it. Should I do it? Should I not? And so that's kind of the intro, I guess you could say. I, I love it, Debbie. And there's definitely there's so many places to uh, uh, to, to dive in. Um, where, where do you so? Where do you want to focus? Do you want to talk more about kind of the uh, the lead generation, the connection? Or do you want to talk about the uh, the support piece of what you do during the transaction? Where, where do you think is more impactful for us to start? Um, kind of the introductory conversations, I think, are important because that's really what's going to start your your relationship with these people. So, so, so walk us through that. How how do you handle the introductory conversation? Well, so for example, I have this one um, gal. Her name is Pat. And I door hung that neighborhood for an open house. I wasn't even seeking out this particular demographic. And she got literally one door hanger on her door. She called me. She, I see your billboards everywhere. I have no billboards. Um, I'm not in magazines. <laughs> but I love the perception that that's what it felt like. Yes. And yeah. I was like, that's so awesome. <laughs> I wasn't going to turn down that free marketing, right? And totally. so... Um, we this relationship took almost a year to get her house listed because of all the preparation, both physically and mentally. Um, she had an adult daughter living with her that was giving her some problems. And um, so a lot of times she'd have me come over just for someone to talk to. 
just to kind of have a shoulder to lean on. And so there's a lot of that that goes into this um, with some people. Um, so you want to know what are their goals? Just like with any other client, you want to know what are their goals and what's the time frame that they need to achieve those goals? Is it immediate or do we have a little bit of time so that we can um, address all the stuff? And then um, where are they moving to? I literally took her to the skilled nursing facility where she wanted to move to assisted her with the tour, went on the tour with her. I drove her there, went on the tour with her, helped her with all of that. And um, I mean, we stopped and got coffee and it's, it's rapport building also. Um, and then um, with that, you know, what are, what is she going to do with all of her things? Now, this particular person was in her mid eighties. And so she was definitely, um, downsizing along with purging. So some of the stuff I said, if there's anything in your home that you want to go ahead and give to your children, now's the time to do it, you know, and you get some of that stuff out of the way so that the arguments don't <laughs> happen later. Um, so you give that stuff, she, you know, it was a matter of what are you going to keep, sell or, or throw away. And so we did some of that brainstorming and implemented the help of her adult children with that. Is there anything that needs to be fixed in the home? A lot of times there's deferred maintenance that maybe they just like she was a widow and maybe that was something her husband took care of. And so what what kind of deferred maintenance needs to be taken care of? Um, I remember she had an issue with her roof and she had like a, a garbage bag covering her chimney because birds would fly into her chimney and into her house. And so she just put it, had someone put a garbage bag over the top of the chimney because she never used it for fires. So that needed to be corrected. <laughs> so little things like that that need to be fixed. And with, on that note, having a, a, a list of, of vendors or contractors for a, a resource for them is really helpful too. Um, people that you know and trust that do a good job and are honest, hardworking, licensed, bonded people. Um, Cause that's the next question. Okay. Well, I need to fix the roof. Okay. Well, I don't know anybody to fix it. Do you know anybody? That's usually the next question. So having those resources available during those conversations is very, very helpful. And then you just prepare them for listing their home. Okay. Do we, are we going to have an estate sale? Do we need to just do a garage sale or a yard sale? Um, what are we doing with all your stuff and what furniture are you keeping? What furniture needs to go? And you're preparing them to list their home. Now, a lot of times, especially in this situation, she lived in the home for 40 years. She raised her family there. She raised grandkids there with her children. And that was the home her and her husband lived in. And leaving that home to her was very emotional. It meant leaving all of those memories and all of that, um, those final days with her husband. And it was super emotional. I can't tell you how many times I met with her over coffee and cried because of the stories that she would tell me. And so it's emotional. And so that compassion really, really needs to be present in those moments. Um, and then what does she do once her house is on the market? A lot of times with this age group of people, I'm at every showing because they don't, they, they have a hard time trusting and they don't want people going through their house and just, you know, tons of people in their house. They're very private sometimes. And so I was present at every showing. That was something I was willing to do um, to make her feel more comfortable and more secure. Um, and then what do you do after the sale? Once the house is sold, what do you do? You know, and I mean, even during the sale process, going over all the disclosures, going over any um, repair requests. And once those repair requests are determined what she's willing to do and not willing to do, how do we resolve them? How do we get them fixed? 
Who's going to facilitate that? Who's going to help schedule it? Um, it's a it's a little bit more intense handholding kind of thing, um, but it's so well worth it because I, the appreciation I got from her was more than I've gotten in probably all of my other clients combined. Um, so those are kind of the 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 steps with like approaching once you get in get in front of these people how to kind of have that conversation and the things to consider and and really go over. So, so do you think is it? Is it a specific type of agent that would want to, you know, work in this area? I mean, is it, it sounds like this is not necessarily for everybody, right? It's not for everybody. Um, it's definitely for the agent who genuinely cares about others and who has a heart for people. This, the, this senior community is a community that oftentimes gets manipulated and scammed a lot because they're vulnerable and they're a little bit more, in some ways, they're a little bit more trusting and they, they don't understand the deceit that's out in the world all the time. And so um, that's something that I really took to heart. Like I, I'm treating this person like I would treat one of my loved ones, a grandparent, a parent, an aunt, an uncle, whatever. And so um, even, even like during a showing, I would sit with another client who she was, I think, 90, had dementia, the husband didn't want her to know they were selling the house because it'd be too upsetting to her. And I literally sat with her during every showing and I held her hand and I talked to her and I comforted her and made her feel comfortable. She could kind of, she had um, sight issues. She was going blind. And so she could kind of see movement in the house. And um, it was a two story home. And um she could see people walking in the landing area upstairs. And she's like, who's in the house? Who's in my house? And I was like, oh, it's just some friends of mine. You know, they wanted to come over. I told them how beautifully decorated your house is and they wanted to come see it. And you have to, you have to learn how to talk to people to make them comfortable. And um, so she, she, every time we had showings, she was always excited to see me. Sometimes she wouldn't remember me. And then I'd say a couple of things to trigger her memory. And she, oh, Debbie, I'm so glad you're here. And she'd pat my hand and we'd sit and talk. And then I'd go on about my way. And those showings sometimes lasted 45 minutes because the conversation before and the conversation after had to take place for her comfort. Interesting. It's, it sounds like it's, it's similar to a traditional process, just a little slower in some ways and also just more hands-on, right? Yeah. And I mean, you really have to have a heart for it. I mean, I know most of us are in the business because we care about others and we want to see others, you know, want to see that smile on their face when they get the keys or they're handing over keys or moving on to a new chapter. And it's the same thing. Um, I really, really, um, come to care about my clients, all of them. But this, this, this group of people, the silver lining clients have a really special place in my heart. Cause I think of my own family and how I'd want them to be treated. Yeah, absolutely. Is there anything you've learned over the years of working with, with, with the, the silver, I like the silver linings group, by the way, is there anything you've learned over the years that you're like, Oh, I wish I knew this kind of the beginning. Anything kind of like learned by going through this through trial and error. I, I think I, I kind of walked into it pretty well equipped. Um, mm -hmm. And the reason I say that is because I had family members with dementia and I knew how to talk and speak and what to kind of expect from their um, behaviors and their, their, their speaking to you and some of their fears. So I kind of was equipped in that area. Um, but one thing that I didn't realize was 
it's it's not going to be a quick okay i'm going to list your house tomorrow many times it, it does it happen i'm sure it does but for the most part, it's going to take a little bit more time. This is not a quick sale by any means. Um, it's going to take a little bit of time. They need time to really wrap their head around what they're doing in all aspects of it. So it's it's the time factor, I think, was probably the biggest surprise to me. Mm. And, and when you say time factor, I mean, how, how long are some of these clients that you worked with? What's the timeline typically? Miss Pat, I, I sat with her probably once a month for a year. And then we listed her house. And then we had challenges from her daughter who was my age. And her daughter did not like me because I was kicking her out of her house, so to speak. Her daughter lived with her and didn't have to pay rent. And now she was going to have to be an adult and do adult things. And so there was a lot of resentment towards me because obviously I'm the one that's causing all of this. So you've got to have a little bit of a thick skin for the for the family that may be affected in a way that they're not really wanting to be affected. Yeah. Um, so that was one of the challenges with that particular client. But then the other daughter, her and her husband asked me to help them sell their house and asked me to help them find another house. And so because they they absolutely appreciated the care and concern that I showed their mom. And I mean, even after they did the garage sale, there was a bunch of stuff still left over. They didn't sell much. And so I said, OK, everything in here needs to go. And they were like, yes. I said, OK, give me this weekend in the house by myself. I'll get it done. I boxed up all the books because, of course, she had a whole bedroom wall full of books because, you know, encyclopedias, she had different versions. There was all kinds of books. Boxed up all the books, took them to a local bookstore that took donations and gave her a tax deductible receipt. Um, I put a bunch of the furniture on offer up, had people come and meet me at the house, you know, between this hour and this hour. And I got her about $2,000 in cash for some of the stuff that was sold, um, took the books to the donation place for her, took the rest of her, it was mostly dishes, took the rest of her stuff to, to, to one of the donation sites and got the tax deductible receipt for her. Um, I even borrowed a friend's pickup truck and moved the couple of pieces of furniture that were leaving her house going to her assisted living facility. And I moved them into her house for her and set everything up for her. Wow. Uh, and just that's, that's me. And she couldn't do it, obviously. And so, um, and her her adult kids were a little exhausted from all that they were doing because they were actively helping her. Um, and they were exhausted too. So, I mean, I'm getting paid a pretty nice commission. It's the least I can do. Yeah, I, I, I love it. And, and so I'm sure for some people listening, that sounds above and beyond, right? That's like, wow, that's a, and some people are like, no, it makes, it makes sense you do that. So I mean, obviously it comes down to each agent's personal, um, you know, barometer as to where, where, how, what the level of service, but what I'm hearing is a really high level of solution oriented thinking. Right. Right. So, so is that something that, um, or do you approach it always with just like, how do I go through step-by-step? Step? Do you have an actual checklist or are you more just in your mind, you know, these are the steps we have to go through to get from where we're starting to where, where we need to be to sell this house? Well, Jesse, you know me, I'm an eternal learner. <laughs> and so I've got little notes everywhere and I'm trying, I was just going through my stuff this morning and I'm like, I really need to consolidate this into something a little more organized. Um, I did have a little bit of a checklist about, you know, um, marketing and then 
Um, there's a there's a couple of companies, and one of them I, I recently um, partnered with. This one company, let me see if I can get the name of them. They um, they give the top ten skilled nursing facilities in your area. It's called caring.com, C-A-R-I-N-G.com. Okay. And you can partner with them and they will give you a link to the top 10 best memory care facilities in your area or whatever. And so then it's got the link to every single one of those facilities that if you're marketing to, to this demographic, you can maybe provide a QR code to go to that link and they can go and research on their own independently. And then you can offer to go with them if you want to. It's the the part to go with her. It's that can be kind of personal, you know, um, but her kids were out of town. She wanted to go. She really wasn't in a condition to drive, although she didn't think that there was anything wrong with her driving. And then um, so I was like, you know what? I want to come have coffee with you anyway. How about we stop and get coffee and we'll go. I'll go with you because I'd like to see the place, too, you know, mm. And so um, she was okay with that. So there's different companies that'll help with um, reaching this clientele. That's what I was just going to ask. If someone's listening to this and they're like, okay, I, maybe they've, they've done it. Maybe they've worked with a, a few people, uh, you know, in this population and now they're thinking, okay, I'd like to do more. Where, where would you recommend they start from a marketing standpoint? Like wh how, what would you do first? The first thing that really got me into the more target market of reaching these people was just with my local title company. I got a list from them um, in a particular neighborhood that I was interested in working in. Um, that was the first thing, somewhere that I want to sell homes in. Um, but finding like the criteria was two-story homes, people over, I think I said over 60, maybe I said 55. I know somebody else was saying 63 was kind of a prime age for them, but between 55 and 60, I think um, over that age, they want to get out of a two-story home and get into a single level because they still have quite a few years left. Um, someone with at least 40 or 50% equity because you want them to have something that they can take with them to either reinvest or hang on to if they need it for paying for these facilities because these facilities aren't cheap. They range anywhere between five and $10,000 a month. Yeah. And so having that cash can give them comfort when you show them how much equity they have in their home. So the more equity they have in their home, the better mm -hmm. in many cases. Um, so two-story home, I would say over 55 or 60 and with at least 50% equity is a good place to start with that criteria. And then you can do mailers, you can do direct, you know, direct mail, but you can do postcards. There's all kinds of downsizing postcards you can get from companies or create yourself. Um, like I said, you can do a flyer at, with this QR code um, to a link to finding all the facilities in the area. Um, it is a delicate intro, though. <laughs> so, so, so we, we got about five minutes. Tell me more. What, what do you mean delicate intro? Well, it's it's a very personal um, situation to be in. I know we talked one time on one of the calls about divorce. That's also a delicate intro. You don't, oh, hey, you're getting divorced. I mean, you don't want to do that. Oh, hey, you're getting old. No, you want to, there's a delicate way that you can approach these people and, and ask. And so being caught, you know, being aware of, of, of how your message is going to be received on the other end is, is something to really consider um, so that it's not offensive or overbearing. Yeah. 
Because okay. it's a very, very, this is probably one of the most emotional um, transactions you'll be on just because of what they're leaving and where they're going. Sometimes where they're going takes away their independence. And that's mm. very difficult for somebody who's been an independent person for most of their life. Wow. Yeah. It's also, it's a, it's a house they might've been in for years. And then right. there's the financial component we touched on a little bit, but um, the equity they're taking from the sale oftentimes might either in reality or at least in their mind be the last money they're going to have for the rest of their life. That's a conversation I know I've had with uh, clients that I've, that it just adds a, a heightened level of, of stress and worry to making yeah. sure this transaction goes the right way. And I think response, I mean, always you have that fiduciary duty as an agent, but I think in this, I think the agents that really gravitate to this are the ones that are like, they want to do right by their clients as best as possible to really help them in this transition. Right. Yeah. And clearly you have that, that piece to you, which, which is awesome. I love it. Uh, all right. We, we have about four minutes. Anything we didn't get to so far, they're like, oh, I really should give this piece of advice or this tip. Is there anything else we didn't, we didn't cover so far? I would definitely be prepared to have, um, com- for them to have conversations with maybe an insurance um, person to see if their insurance covers any of their assisted living fees. Definitely with a CPA to make sure that they're making the right financial decision for them. Um, maybe staying in the home and having an in-home care person come might be the best option. So you got to be able to take that L, um, maybe not listing their house right now, but keeping in touch. Um, but having those resources available when you meet with them or even making that part of your marketing. Hey, I've got resources for anything you need for your home um, to make sure that we get it sold. Um, a lot of them are relocating to live with family. And so they have to really downsize and being able to deal with all the personalities of the family and the different opinions of the family members. So being prepared for all of that, having moving companies, utility transfers available, um, even something so small as changing their address and having those resources available to them because they haven't changed their address a lot of times in 30 or 40 years. So they and maybe they're not computer savvy. So maybe you sit with them one day and do it with them on the computer or things like that. Interesting. Oh, this It's such an interesting topic to me, Debbie, because it's so needed. And if you look at what's going on in the market, I and mean, we've talked about this a number of times, if you look at what's going on in the market, the people that are really moving, buying, selling, whatever it is, are typically based on life decisions these days, right? We've got Absolutely. job transfer, marriage, birth, divorce, and, and downsizing, phases of life. Like these are the people that are, they don't care what the interest rates are, right? We're not, it doesn't matter up or down. There's life, things that are happening. Um, and this is so needed. It really is. I, I know you have so much more we could talk about. We could do, do multiple things on this. Um, I just appreciate you coming on here and, and sharing today. Like truly, this is a, um, I, I, I want to ask you one other question. Um, how do you, because I got two minutes and then we'll wrap this up. How do you calibrate yourself if you're an agent that is used to coming in and doing things quickly? Because you just, you said, you know, you met with someone once a, you know, once a, once a month for a year. How do you calibrate to that? Is it just, if you're someone who naturally has that sense of empathy, is that the best way to approach this, you think? Yeah. Um, also, I mean, they, there's there's a nurturing that goes on as well. I mean, just like we nurture our other clients and follow up with them, this, this might take a little bit more time. It's definitely going to take maybe a little bit more patience and a little bit more, maybe some persistence, because that fear factor, I think, is really dominant with the client. and. Uh, it, it, 
like say you have a widow who's never had to handle finances and never had to handle, you know, getting the trees trimmed and never had to handle any of that because her husband took care of it all. You know, that that's a tough position to be. She doesn't know where to start. So, or maybe a husband who is used to his wife being a a housewife and cooking and cleaning, and maybe the house needs a good deep clean. And that might happen with anybody, right? Um, So having resources available, having, like you said, solution-minded, finding out, and this is basic real estate. This is real estate 101, finding where they're moving to, what their timeframe is, and what needs to be done in order to make it happen. And so having that solution mindset, I think is really critical with a huge heart and with compassion. I love it. Debbie, thanks for being here. This is awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Have a wonderful day, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye, guys. Thanks, Jesse. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.